0: Welcome to the Puzzle is Real podcast, where we will be discussing faith, family, and relationships. Hosted by Matt and Melissa Pisani. This is the Puzzle is Real podcast. When you know, you know.
1: Here we are.
0: Puzzle is real. We are here. We are with you. Get ready.
1: Oh, man. Oh, my single ladies. Oh, my single ladies. Oh, my single ladies. Oh, my... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: and men too.
1: They're single guys.
0: Yeah. So this one's about relationships. Because yeah. we are talking in our podcast about faith, family, and relationships. So That's we right. like to hit those three topics. That's what True. we're passionate about. That's what God has called us to just bless our community with um, the things that we do know and the things that we've experienced and the things that we're still learning. You know, we haven't figured it all out for sure.
1: Let's so, get to the meat.
0: Let's get to the meat and potatoes right now.
1: Melissa Jean, what are some things women should consider when trying to find a godly man?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. One thing that I would say is that when somebody shows you who they are the first time, believe them. So if a guy says that he's a Christian, but he's not really acting that way or his life doesn't reflect that, or that could be in anything that he does. You need to believe that the first time, not make excuses. And I believe that you need to ask the deeper questions to know like what this person's really about. Because if the moral character and if he tries to get in your pants,
1: you got to cut him loose. Won, he's won, not. Won.
0: He's not in there for the long run.
1: So, what are some important traits a man should have when courting a woman?
0: Um, I think he should be old school. I think, you know, opening the doors, paying for the date, especially if he's asked you, you know, I'm not with the whole new age feminism, independent. I believe you could be independent, but I also believe that men, it should, men should take the lead. I really believe that. And that's biblical, actually, that the men are the priests of the household and we are to submit to our husbands. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's the roles that God created because it just, it makes sense and it puts us in our right, our rightful place. So getting back to the question, what was it? (laughs) What what do you look for?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Traits.
0: Traits. So somebody that is trustworthy, honest, genuine, caring, See how mm-hmm. he is with his family. See what kind of relationships are surrounding him. Give them
1: um, my family, right? Stability. You don't
0: want that type of... <laughs> and listen, your family doesn't ha- need to have it all together. But if there just needs to be like good, solid I still relationships. Still sleep in my parents' room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the red flags are there, you gotta just run out the door, guys. Even if he's good looking. Sorry, gotta go.
1: Yeah, we gotta be careful. All right, good. Um, and we're just messing around, guys. Yeah. Uh, should a man and a woman be openly dating, a.k.a. keeping in touch with other potential friends slash mates? You know, oh, he's just hmm. a friend. He's He's been my friend since college, but... He doesn't like me or anything. I mean, oh, we talk every night. We're just friends.
0: So one thing that I've always said is men and women cannot be friends. And I know many of you will disagree with me, but it is true. It don't
1: work, man. It
0: does not work. Some person, one party or the other at one point is going to fall for that person. It has happened so many times. It just doesn't work. Because that is not the way that we were designed. We were not designed to just be friends right. with the opposite sex. Preach. So, um, yeah, that's what I would say. What was the question again? I keep
1: forgetting. No, you answered. It. I that just was said it, right? should a man and woman be in like these open dating? Oh no, is so it, you, you know, should. Okay, I, like you, and then all of a sudden you guys start dating, and then like, it's like, but you're still like kind of messing around emotionally with keeping in touch with other potential mates. You know, yeah. Like so I whole, think
0: once you're exclusive with per- somebody, and you really think that this person has potential to, to date. You commit Yeah. and you get rid of the fat and you move on yeah, stop messing around. delete them from your face, the friends from your Facebook, from your Instagram, um, and delete them out of your phone. It's not worth it.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't create don't be a, tempted. a foothold for the enemy there. Yeah. Um, can you be romantic blah, 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 mm-hmm. and still honor God with your actions while being single? How does that work?
0: Yeah. I believe that you can be romantic cause there's different things. I think you need to know what your boundaries are. So like, don't be having sleepovers. Mm-hmm. Try not to be alone too much um, when you're courting because the temptation is going to be there. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, just learning from different experiences. is You don't want to put yourself in a situation that you're tempted.
1: What? You All know? friends listen to Endless Love in the Dark.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Shout out to Happy Gilmore reference there. Because you
0: know what? The wait is worth it. So... You could be romantic. You can do things to show each other that you care and that you love each other if you're there, if you love each other before you get married, or if you're falling for each other. There's different ways that you could be romantic with little notes or you think about them in um, yeah,
1: that's your nice. day
0: and you pick up their favorite candy bar or whatever. There's little things to be thoughtful and romantic without being physical.
1: Last one for me. Yeah. What if you mess up?
0: If you mess up, you have to you know, ask God for forgiveness and repent and try not to do it again, because we all Mm. mess up. We're not perfect. There's things that Matt and I, you know, weren't perfect on in every situation before we got married, but we said, you know what? We want to honor God. That was a mistake. Let's move forward and let's, you know, start walking right with God.
1: Good stuff. All right. (laughs) Okay. That helps everybody.
0: I have questions for you. So first question if you were to give your single single self advice with what you know now, what would you say as an encouragement?
1: Mm, I would say stop trying so hard to look for that somebody and just keep your eyes on God and keep your eyes on the Lord. And I would also say that be um, just mindful, you know, like be be alert that like, hey, like it's going to happen in God's timing, and that's not Christianese, but just don't, don't obsess over it.
0: Good. What is a deal breaker when looking for your spouse in a, your eyes?
1: A deal breaker for me would be if they didn't have their foundation truly rooted in Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Do you go on a second date if you aren't attracted to the person physically?
1: ooh mm. trick question mm-hmm. man i this is a hard one <laughs> i would have to say because even at times of me being um what's the word i don't know maybe i i'm, I'm like too picky about all that stuff mm-hmm. that i would say don't force something that's not there yeah just don't do it you know and it's it could be the personality attraction and the physical thing together we're like oh man like this is a disaster (laughs) um or it's like oh wow she's smoking hot but there's nothing up top if you know what i mean in the old uh, noggin so i don't know like you know hey everyone's got their their thing but you know when i met melissa it was my endless love again the endless um (laughs) no but seriously i think um yeah don't force something that's not there If you're not physically attracted, I mean, this is someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with. But also, don't create some type of, I guess, unrealistic scenario where you're like, they have to be perfect in every little feature and you know aspect of their physical body.
0: Good answer. All right. So, do you open the door and pay for the bill on the first date?
1: Men, you should always be a gentleman. Mm -hmm. Open the door. (laughs) Cover your mouth when you burp. Make sure that you pay the bill but be strategic and do not bring them to the most fancy steakhouse on the first date Mm. because you do not want to set a bar that is not realistic.
0: That's true. All right. Question number five. How do you know if you found the one?
1: Well, I believe that you'll know because it'll be all the desires of your heart propelling into a, a confirming just revelation that God has shown you. And you'll know it because it's all the things you've been praying for. And you'll know it because if you know how God speaks to you, right? And you've recognized that, and that's different for everyone. Sometimes it's through scripture or through a prophetic word or through your quiet time with him or through a time of, of worship and just seeking him. Um, the power of the Holy Spirit can rock you and hit you, right? And, you, and you'll know. So it just depends on how you see it aligning with God's will and how he confirms it is how you're going to know. You're going to, when you know, you know, right? Yeah. That's the the phrase that we said, but I knew it in multiple ways, and God confirmed it throughout our short courtship and engagement, <laughs> and even in our marriage, so, it's yeah, true. I think it's just one of those things that it's almost like um, an old, what are those old uh, film cameras that just show a bunch of pictures mm-hmm. that go really fast, and mm-hmm. I'm forgetting the names it's of It's like these... a
0: flip book type thing. Yeah,
1: where it's almost like you see every imagery piece that led to you to that soulmate person, and then all of a sudden, like the Lord comes in, for those of you that are believers, God comes in and speaks into your heart and just makes it very clear, this is who I have for you. And, and also, you can't sleep a night without wanting to talk to them. And <laughs> you you know, obsess over every little picture that they send you and you text them 4,000 <laughs> times a day. And So in other words, you're madly in love and you're going crazy and you're like, I never felt like this
0: before. And I think the Lord also joy. just gives you a peace. Right. I think he just gives you this like contentment in a way where it's like, okay. This is your person. You know, it's like you don't feel I don't know, at least for me, that's what happened. But yeah, and I also,
1: again, the um the instantaneous feeling of like, oh wow, I feel like I've known you forever. Right. Like right. all these things are are um are not by mistake or coincidence. It's God's way, I believe, of of designing us to say, like, hey, this is who I have for you. And now you're gonna be eventually become one mm-hmm. when you create that marriage covenant. So yeah, I mean, I know it's a long winded answer, but I think people need to hear all of that so they yeah. just know that. It's not just by like, oh well, the she fits the bill on everything I've been looking for. I guess that this this is it, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's different for everyone, but I think that what Matt said is is good. And you'll know when you know you know. Okay, last question. What is the best marriage advice you can give to newlyweds?
1: Oh yeah, newlyweds. Because you know, we're
0: so into the marriage oh, man, thing. <laughs> now we're like, We've been around for been, what? Yeah. S- almost seven years. What,
1: yo, and then all of our, our senior saints and yeah and folks that are in the double digits are laughing at us, like, ah, uh, oh, you're still babies. Still but newlyweds. hey, yeah, for the newly married people, I would say um <laughs> just continue to to serve one another and Pray for one another. Like pray Mm -hmm. if there's things where you're like, oh, well that's different, or oh, (laughs) like I can't believe he's doing it that way. Like, uh, like Uh. just continue to pray for God to continue to help make you um, more like Him. And also remember, you're you're one flesh now, so certain things you do will start being the thing that your spouse does. I mean, we do a lot of the same things all Mm -hmm. the time. We we talk the same. We you know (laughs) you literally become the same person. 'Cause you are, you know, you're now in this covenant, not a contract. So mm-hmm. yeah, just continue to like read the word together, you know, have times of um of of prayer and just and be open to the idea that, hey, like, we're we're gonna continue to look more like Christ as we continue to pursue him, and then that's gonna make our marriage stronger. And in a missionary once told me, Marriage isn't to make you happy; it's to make you holy. And I was like, "Whoa, thanks a lot, bro!" But <laughs> I think that's important because it's not just about us, right? It's about how we're going to minister to our in-laws and to the extended friends and family from both sides. You know, Melissa and I bring different personalities and people to our marriage that we love, and it's so cool to see how now their lives are flourishing as God is using us. He calls us to um, to be used. For his purposes, right? And not just to fulfill each other's selfish desires and needs. So it's it's a deeper yeah. purpose. So young married couples or people just got married late, like, go all in with just everything he has for you guys as husband and wife. And not just fulfilling one another's needs, but how you're going to fulfill his will for your lives Yep, as husband and wife
0: because your marriage should be a mission, right? You should be like mission focused together. It's not just, okay, we found each other. We're just going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix for seven hours and eat popcorn. It's about...
1: Yeah, there's a there's a specific there's call, a call on your marriage yeah. for others. Yep. And um, that's really cool. I didn't realize that, yeah. I think, at the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not all about going to all-inclusive resorts all the time and just, you know, self-fulfilling <laughs> needs. It's It's like, hey, how are we going to... Yeah, you know, continue to advance the kingdom of God for the time that we're here. So yeah, Yeah. I hope that encourages you guys. Some cool Q and A for y'all tonight. Yeah. Today.
0: Today, tonight, whatever. Tomorrow,
1: when you get this.
0: But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Drop us a like, subscribe, and Um, don't forget that
1: Nala book.
0: Don't forget that Nala book.
1: NalaTheBulldog.com is out.
0: It is out. You can support us on Amazon. I think it's at Target. No. I Walmart. Think Walmart, yeah, I think it's, Walmart, I think it's on eBay, I don't Okay, I wouldn't go to eBay. I'd go to don't Amazon or Walmart. <laughs> um, yeah, but Nalleable Dog, Nalleable Dog. Um, it's a great
1: rhyming children's book, fun for all ages.
0: It is, and it helps support our mission. So we would appreciate any support you guys want to throw our way. And thank you so much for being dedicated and loyal. And we will see you guys again soon.
1: Yes, we love you guys, and I mean that. And we thank you. And I wish you a beautiful night or day or afternoon or tomorrow. (laughs) Have a great day tomorrow. (laughs) Have a great day this morning.
0: We'll see you guys soon. Bye. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the puzzle is real podcast. Please subscribe today and share with a friend. See you soon.